Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today is September 26, 2009, and it's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and this is a, a phenomenal day that we're getting ready to experience with this show. I am absolutely honored to be here before you today. Um, I don't take this opportunity for granted. I thank God for this assignment to be able to speak to you today. I thank God for the assignment to be able to, to do this show for you. And like I said, we don't we don't take this for granted. I don't take this for granted. I don't take you for granted. I love the fact that I get a chance to share good information with good people. But before we go any further, I want to do something different today. Before we go any further, I'll turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit. And we believe in him for everything that he has for us today. We thank him for releasing it to us today. People, I am absolutely, again, like I said, I'm honored to be able to speak to you today. I'm honored to be able to to do the things I do for you. And like I said, I don't take this for granted. I want you to continue to, to share your comments with me, your testimonies, things you may not like about the show. I want you to send me emails at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-M. Excuse me. It's actually M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. Or you can send your your testimony and comments to the Blog Talk uh, site itself. And like I said, I thank you for just your continued support. I, I couldn't do this show without you. You do not realize that I, would not, I wouldn't have a reason to come back each and every week unless you guys put a demand on me and you've been demanding I come back and that I get better. And I thank you for that because you're, you, you, definitely, you definitely are part of my life now, and I appreciate you. I look forward to 6 p.m. every Saturday now. So we're going to get moving with the show. Uh, we have a, there's a dynamic show planned for you today. I don't know how else to describe it. It, it. There's something that each and every one of us needs, and I believe we're all going to get it today. I think that God's hand is on this show, and we're definitely going to have a, a dynamic time. So let's get started. Uh, we're going to start today with our divine intervention. And today's divine intervention um, comes from Jeremiah verse, chapter 29, verse 11, and it's coming from the King James Bible. And it states, actually, you know what, I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible. Let me, let me change that. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible because it, it says it in a different way. Um, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Again, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Again, I want to read that to you again. I want you to really, really grasp this because we're going somewhere with this. For I know the plans I have for you. For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Today, people, this is this show is, is dedicated to you. 
is dedicated to your dreams, is dedicated to give to empowering you to be able to move forward in your destiny. A lot of people have been going through a lot of trials and tribulation. A lot of trial and tribulation. And it's there's no hope. They had had a lot of people I've been talking to, they they don't have any hope. And it it saddens me to say that because I love to see people thriving. But there's a lot of people that we bump into on an everyday basis that they're just existing. They're not living a championship standard of living. Then I had to ask myself this, the question, was I? And as much as I believe, some in some areas of my life, I, I wasn't really living a championship standard of living. I wasn't living it out. But I, what gives me hope is I know that God, his thoughts towards me and his plans for me, concern my welfare and my peace and not things that that bring evil against me. That he wants me blessed. He wants you blessed. He wants you to live a life of your dreams. He wants each and every one of us to be an inspiration to, to the next person. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. To give you hope in your final outcome. I want to read that to you from another translation. I, I, you bear with me here. People, just trust me on this. We, we're, things are not going to be scripted as usual. We're going to go. We're, just you have to follow me. You have to trust me on this one. This is, this is going to be a dynamic show nonetheless. I want to read this to you from the, the New King James Version. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Again, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an, an expected end, to give you an expected end. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're feeling. He knows what you're thinking. And his expected end for you is good, not evil. See, some things you may be going through, may have been going through, were not planned. They were not anything that you would have ever designed for yourself. And it's nothing God would design for you either. But you have to stay focused on the fact that he knows the thoughts and plans he has for your life. And they are plans that are good. They are plans to bring you to a dynamically expected end. They are plans to get, for him to get the glory out of your life so that people can see your life and, get, and have hope. Hope where there was no hope. In the Bible also it tells us... Um, Abraham against hope, believing hope, at a time when God promised him that he would be the father of many nations. He was 100 years old, and his wife was 90 years old. Her womb had been shut up. But Abraham, against hope, believed in hope that the promise of God would come to pass. People against what things look like, because some people's hope is in what they see. Against how the situation looked, Abraham believed in God. The second hope is is the hope that is in God. I read this to you last week from Jeremiah 17 and 7, which says, Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Abraham's hope was the Lord. Abraham's hope was God. His hope was, was something that, that was so powerful and so awesome and so mighty and never failing. 
not from a man that could lie, but from, from, from a God that, that never lies. So if you've been promised something dynamic, you better believe it. It's coming to pass. It will come to pass. It shall come to pass. Today is your day to get up. If you've been feeling sorry for yourself, today is the day to stop. If you've been feeling down, depressed, today is the day to get out of that. Today is the day to come out. Because the people I'm bringing on the show today, they're they're going to tell you stories of overcoming real life situations, not just something that you know you may read on a on a Hollywood movie. But these are people who are going to tell you stuff about real life stuff that they overcame, and that God saw them through it. And I want you to hold on tight. I want you to hold on tight to that vision that God has given you, those dreams that God has given you, those plans that God has given you. I want you to hold on tight to those. I want you to not let go because this is a this is a really special show because this is the last show of the third quarter. This is the last show before we go into the fourth and final quarter of 2009. And there's some dynamic things that God has promised each and every one of us. There's some things that God has promised me that I haven't seen a trace of it yet. But my hope is not in the things I see. My hope is in that which is not lying, that which that never lies, that which never fails. My hope is in God. My hope is God. And my thing is to inspire you today to see it, to see your dreams the same way. That God, if God gave you the vision, then trust Him to bring it to pass. If thou can just believe in all things are possible, today is your day to come out. Today is your day to go forward. Today is your day to step out on, step up and step out onto your faith. What allowed Peter to walk on water? It was his faith in God. And the moment he took his eyes off of God, he fell into the water. The moment that, that you take, took your eyes off of God, the road became real bumpy. You saw the situation. Oh, my God, they're coming at me. They're, they're talking about me. They're slandering me. This giant is, is too big. We're like, we're like ants in their eyes. No. Greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in this world. You have a you have a blood bought right to your destiny. You have a blood bought right to your destiny. Over two thousand years ago, your your destiny was purchased at a hefty price with with the life of of God's only begotten Son. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but He came that we may have life and life more abundantly. And today, I'm coming to speak life into into dead situations. Today's show is about the power of momentum, and what I have planned for you today, what we have planned for you today is, is, is designed to stop the enemy's momentum against you and to get you back in the flow of God's momentum for you. I, I want to read something to you. I, I'm, I'm going, off my, going a little bit off the schedule, off the plan here for a second. Just bear with me. Like I said, you have to trust me. I know what I'm doing. I want to read to you Newton's first law. Newton's first law, or it's called the law of inertia, which states, a body at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted upon by an external force. A body at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted upon by an external force. Well, the same holds true for a body in motion. A body in motion tends to stay in motion unless acted upon by an external force. It's the law of inertia. If something is moving, 
Unless something acts against it, it won't stop moving. It's going to continue to move forward. The, thing is, the same thing is true. If something is, is, has stopped, it will continue to stay in park until something acts upon it to move it. Take, for instance, you have a snowball, and you're at the top of a mountain. You have a little snowball just packed in your hands about the size of a baseball. If you roll that little snowball down the mountain, if you roll that little snowball down the mountain, that little snowball has the potential to destroy a whole village because along the way, it's picking up momentum. And, and when it picks up momentum, Newton's second law states that force is equal to mass times acceleration. Force is equal to mass times acceleration. So every time that snowball rolls down the mountain, the acceleration of it is the force of gravity. But the mass of it keeps getting bigger because it, guess what? Along the way, you got, it, it's partnering with other snowflakes. And it's getting bigger and 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 getting bigger. And by the time it gets to the bottom of the mountain, the village that stands in front of it is probably going to get destroyed. And that's how a lot of people's lives have been going on. Your enemy has been, been you know, mouthing off and, and, do, and created a snowball and rolled a snowball down the mountain at you. And now it's a force that is to be reckoned with. But I have come here today. I have been sent here today on assignment to execute Newton's first law. And I'm that external force that's coming to stop the snowball that's coming at you. I have been, I'm placed on assignment today to stop that snowball from destroying your future. I have come here today to tell you that don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. My, you know my mantra, you know my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. I came here today to tell you that if you can just believe in all things are possible. Now, I want to go into a portion of the show now. I want to, I want to play a song for you that is, is so appropriate for this moment. And I want, I want you to, to open your heart up and receive what these – there's actually two songs. I want you to open up your heart and receive what these two songs are saying because it's, it's for such a time as now. So listen to these songs, and I'll be right back. God is saying, for I know the plans I have for you. He said, I know just what you're going through. Yeah. So when you can't see what tomorrow holds and yesterday is through, remember I know.
Hello, and we're back. Um, I, I'm so thankful for your patience and understanding. Today is a, a phenomenal movement. Um, like I said, today we're going to talk. We're talking about the power of momentum. And when you're talking about momentum, like I said, a momentum is a is a force times acceleration. Is a, well, force equals mass times acceleration. So there's something about what's been coming against you that's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's causing the force against you to be strong. And the thing about it was so crazy is that it, you couldn't see it. You can't see it. And people will think that you're crazy because you're battling some of the stuff you're battling. When the fact of the matter is that <laughs> there's a spirit, there had been a, a spiritual force assigned against you so tough that it came to to really destroy you from being who you've been called to be. But I'm here today to tell you this: that in prayer today, I heard, I was hearing that dreams are being restored to the dreamer, and visions are being restored to the visionary. It, scripturally, we know that. God said he's going to pour his, his spirit out upon all flesh and that our sons and daughters shall prophesy. And old men are going to dream dreams and young men are going to see visions. Your dreams and your visions. The dream is being restored to the dreamer. The vision is being restored to the visionary. You are designed to do great things. But here's the thing. Now, that I have come here today, and I'm, I'm telling you that you're designed to do great things. How do, how, what do we do when, when there's this massive force coming against you and you don't know how to deal with it? You have to trust God. Your best is yet to come. Your best is yet to come. Don't let the situation, the way it's been coming against you, deter you from being who God has called you to be. I don't care if it's a prostitute. I don't care if it's a stripper. I don't care if it's a homeless person. I don't care who, what the circumstances have put this person in or, or this person, what circumstances this person may be in now. You have to be careful because you never know who that person is that you're, that you're judging and saying what they're not. I'm going to tell you a story about myself. I battled a, a, something really serious about eight, nine years ago. And in dealing with this situation, this situation came to, to take my credibility for myself, whereas I got ready to, to do great things, and I lost I, – I didn't believe myself anymore. I was a, a young man. I made, some, I made a, a mistake, and um, I'm not going to go into great details about what happened. It's nothing illegal, but it was just a mistake in judgment as far as not being able to take care of, of a debt like I, like I really wanted to. And there's a lot of people today that are in, in, in serious debt. I wanted to take care of this debt. I wanted to take care of this debt. And when I first signed the contract to do what it was, I heard as clear as they got tell me, I'll take care of that for you. And when I got into it, I didn't trust them. I didn't trust God to be God. So I tried to figure out a way to, to take care of, of something, take care of this bill. And only thing I can come up with was, not much. <laughs> Just to be honest with you, it was a struggle. It was a it was a, a mind battle. I lost friends. I lost money. I lost time. I lost my career, my academic career at the time. I gave up everything I had 
with nothing to show for it. And there's some situations in, in, uh, involving that, that particular event that I won't talk about in great detail, but it cost me more than, it, than anybody would ever know. And for the, since that moment, I had been living in fear. I, I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself to make the accurate decisions. Even when God was saying, I'm sending you here to, to, to speak to these people, I'm sending you here to speak to this certain group of people, and, and, and I'm sending you to, to release them into what it is they've been called to do. I struggled with it because I had allowed this, this force, this momentum to come against me. And it came against me, and it had been working against me for years, and I hadn't even recognized it until this week. In that particular situation, today I put it to rest because God told me to give it to him. See, the momentum shift that we're looking for comes when we trust God. The momentum shift that we need comes when we trust God. It comes when we do as he's told us in 1 Peter 5 and 7, cast your cares upon me for I care for you. See, as a dreamer and as a visionary, you don't have any other choice but to trust God because you didn't get the vision yourself. He gave you that. He trusted you with that vision. That's why I tell you every week that I thank God for entrusting me with the, the vision and with this show because he could have given it to anybody else, but he gave it to me, and he trusted me with it. So that means that I have to, to, to play my part in this role now. It's not my show. It's the show that God set for you. He just chose me to oversee it. And what I'm telling you today is that the situation I, I just told you about again, I, I, today was the last day I'll ever suffer with that. Today's the last day I'll ever deal with that situation because God is telling me, I told you in 2000 I would take care of it. And I'm telling you today, trust me with it. But here's the thing. A lot of times we want to do things in such a way where we, don't want, we, we want to please people and we want to you know, keep people happy with us. But these same people are willing to tear you apart in the streets. They're willing to destroy your name. They're willing to, to tell people that you're a loser and, try to, and actually tell you to your face that you're a loser and try to tell you that you, your dreams aren't valid and try to tell you that you're not a good person. But guess what? Even though you made the mistake, over 2,000 years ago, you were justified. There was, there was, your justification came over 2,000 years ago. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you and makes you whole. See, that's what the enemy doesn't want you to understand. That's what, that's what this thing that's been coming against you. Yep, guess what? The thing that, 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 that you're being accused of, you did it. But with the blood of Jesus Christ covering you, he says not guilty. Today you're going to be released. Today you're being released from whatever it is that has caused you to, to short step and shortchange your dreams. Today you're being released. The, the guests that are going to come on, Going, your stories are, are stories of release, stories of, of how God brought them out. You, made a, you may have made a mistake, but don't let the mistake make you. Today is the, is the day for a turnaround in your life. Today is the last day, last show that we're going to do for the third quarter. And I've been promoting a movement, a, a new website called How to Mount a Fourth Quarter Comeback. I watched uh, a football game with Tom Brady. I told you about it a couple weeks ago how Tom Brady engineered a, a, a 
dynamic comeback where they were down 11 points with, less, with just over two minutes left in the game, and he came back and t- brought his team to victory. I've seen Joe Montana do it countless times. I've seen Terry Bradshaw do it countless times. Dan Marino did it countless times. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods. You name, you name big names. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, like I told you guys in an earlier show, Muhammad Ali was getting pummeled one, in one match. He kept getting knocked down. And he, he refused to stay down because he, he said, on the canvas, there's no place for a champion to be. So you got to keep getting back up. Well, guess what? The fourth quarter is coming, and I'm going to help you generate some momentum in the right direction. But what's the first thing you have to do in order to generate the, the momentum in the right direction? You got to stop the momentum that's coming against you. You got to stop the momentum that's been coming against you. You have to stop that momentum that's been coming against you. That 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 thing that's been coming to to deter you from being great. And I know, and I hope my guests uh, listen to me carefully. We're going this show is gonna go over a little bit. I can tell you that now. I'm not. I, I, don't worry about it. If if you have to go, let me know. But we, the show is gonna go over a little bit tonight because we we there's some things we have to get done for these people. They have to understand that, you know. They were called for greatness, and we and we're here to help them. So I, I need you to bear with me. Um, so in, in stopping that momentum that's been coming against you, what I want you, what I want us to do, I'm gonna pray. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe prayer answers all things. I believe that even though you made the mistake, even though you did something you shouldn't have done, even though, even though, even though you may have not been playing the game with a, a good solid game plan, and you may have been making fumbles, and you may have not been, you know, playing good defense. Even though all those things have happened up through the third quarter, I am speaking this out over each and every one of you. If you want it, if you receive it, if you want to receive it, you will come back in the fourth quarter. You will see a move of God in the fourth quarter if you want it. And I'm going to tell you how to get it. First and foremost, today we stop the momentum coming against you. We stop the momentum that's been – the other team actually has momentum against you. That's one thing in football. Football coaches know about momentum. Momentum is unseen. You can't even see momentum, but you can see the results of it. You see, it's like from the first three quarters, the team, the other team has been beating you up, and they're moving the ball at will on you, and they've been shutting you down on offense. And you walk, getting ready to walk into the fourth quarter, and you're down by a lot, but you're not out because you got time. And you're not out because guess what? Inside of you is the spirit of a champion. That same spirit that was with David when he saw Goliath. Now, let's be honest. He looked at Goliath. He saw that Goliath was a giant and was much taller than him, much bigger than him, wider than him. And at that moment, he had the chance to cower out and just walk away and get his head chopped off or get killed, whatever was going to happen. But guess what? David knew that although the enemy and the circumstance that he was looking at was much bigger than him, <laughs> inside of him dwelled the spirit of a champion. Inside of him, he knew he had God. And although the giant was bigger than him, his God, our God, is bigger than the giant. And when you partner with your God, when you partner with God, no circumstance, no no thing is greater than him. 
he is always bigger than the situation. He's always bigger than the person that, that may be coming against you. He's always bigger than that company coming against you. He's always bigger than those people slandering you. He's always bigger than those people that, that see you struggling and kick you. He's always bigger than those people who would, who would go behind your back and tell people lies on your name so that you lose credibility with the people that you trust and the people that you need to operate with and that you can even eventually lose credibility with yourself. God is bigger than that. He didn't, he, David didn't look at the giant as, oh, my God, this giant is bigger than me. But he looked at the giant and said, oh, my God, here's an opportunity for you to show up and show out. And that's what I'm telling you to do today. When you see this, see, when you look at these circumstances, when you look at the, the things that's been coming at you for, for the last three quarters, and you know you've been promised something great in 2009, 2009 is not over yet, baby. It's not over yet. Look at this opportunity. Oh, my God, look at the opportunity for you to show up and show out. I thank God for this opportunity. I thank God for this opportunity. There's, there's something I want to do before I go forward. I want you, I believe that believers can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I want you to get a picture of a loved one that may be going through something right now, a picture of a loved one that, that may be incarcerated, a picture of a loved one that, that, something that, that they need the power of God to show up and show out. Include even if it's yourself, even if it's your family. If you don't have a picture of them, I want you to write their names out on a piece of paper right now. I want everybody to do this. If you can hear my voice, I want you to do this, including the guests. I want you to do this. Write their names on a piece of paper, and I'm, we're going we're gonna to pray. We're going to pray, and we're going to touch and agree for a move of God in their lives. I want everybody to do it. I want everybody to do it. Get a piece of paper. Don't, don't delay. This, this, is, this is moving now. This, is, this spirit is moving out. The spirit of God is moving now. We're going to do this now. See, this also comes because of inheritance. I know what I'm connected to. I'm connected to uh, through, <laughs> through prayer, through fasting, through consecration, through obedience. The lineage that uh, the, my spirit, the spiritual lineage that I come out of, we see miracles all the time. That's why I know when I say that get ready for your fourth quarter comeback, you're going to see your four, that you're going to come back in the fourth quarter. I know it because I see it and and and. I come through a spiritual lineage of Bishop Wayne T. Jackson and Pastor Janelle Lee. And Pastor, Pastor Lee called me. I called him today because I was like, I felt in my spirit that, that there was going to be a dynamic move, and I didn't understand it, but I just knew it was going to be something great. And I had him cover this show. My pastor prayed for me before I came out here today because what's going to happen today, when people hear about this show, they're going to be massive testimonies because people's lives are going to get, going to get changed today. And I want you to get those pieces of paper, get those pictures. If you need a person, touch them. We're going to pray for them now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you today with love, with honor, with respect, with reverence. In the name of Jesus Christ, giving you glory, giving you honor, giving you praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we don't take this day for granted. We don't take this moment for granted. Father, we know that where two or more of us are gathered together, you are there in the midst. And, Father, I bring before you the needs of your people, the needs of your people for healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak, uh, I release the spirit and the resurrection power of Jesus Christ upon each and every one of these situations. Some of these situations are 911 situations. Some of these are situations of people who, who left home, husbands who left, left their families, people who are incarcerated, wayward daughters, 
Father, there, there are situations that, that seem as Goliath. But, Father, we know, we know, we know, we know that you are bigger than the giant. And we know that you shall deliver our enemies into our hands, Father, that we already have the victory over these situations. Father, I, I release your, your healing virtue now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We know you as our Jehovah Rapha, our healer, in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, if it's a situation of, of mental stress of, or, or mental battles, Father, we take authority over mental battles now in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over, over sickness and illness. We take authority over the spirit of cancer. We commit it to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we take authority over over lack and poverty in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over anything that's unlike you, Father. We take authority over over confusion, Father, because we know you're not the author of confusion. Father, we release your spirit now upon these situations and the requests of your people, Father, knowing that you are our God, you love us, and you care for us, Father. So we cast those cares upon you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you now, Father, for releasing your spirit of peace and freedom and liberty upon us upon your people now, Father, in these situations. Thank you, Father, for giving them direction. Thank you, Father, for giving them clarity. Thank you, Father, for giving them peace. And thank you, Father, for releasing them into their destinies. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, thank you for the dreamers and visionaries who are out there who have been beat up and told that they can never do this and they can never do that. Father, we, we, take, we take those words, we, can't, we grab those words, and we tear them out of, out of their, their existence, Father. We send them back to the pits of hell once they came, Father. We release your dreamers and we release your visionaries back to their rightful, their right standing, Father. Father, on top of everything, Lord, we come to you today and we repent. Father, everything we said, done, or did that was unlike you. Father, we thank you, Father, that we can come to you and repent, knowing that you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We stand before you now, humble giving you everything we have, trusting you, knowing that without you we're nothing, but with you we can do all things, and all things are possible through you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let this be the day that we remember and celebrate as the day of the fourth quarter comeback, that the day that your resurrection power showed up and showed out in our lives, in the name of Jesus Christ, and let no one who hears this prayer go in lack and let no one who hears this prayer suffer the losses of the third quarter in the fourth quarter. Let the fourth quarter stand as a, a testimony of your resurrection power. Let everybody who hear, that can hear this prayer with a heart to receive, receive it freely and liberally, Father. Father, that we thank you for your, your increase, your abundance, and your overflow. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you for the testimonies that are going to come forth from this prayer now. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we don't take you, your, we don't take you for granted. We know that without you, we're nothing. But we know that with you, all things are possible. And we thank you for the possibilities that exist through you. And we thank you for being here with us. And we thank you for being able to call on you. And we thank you for the dreams and the visions of the dreamer and the visionary that are going to revolutionize the world. Father, thank you for restoring the dream to the dreamer and the vision to the visionary. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Amen. Well, people, we have two dynamic guests to bring on the show today. Um, I don't know how else to, how else to describe it. Uh, this my first guest. My first guest 
is from Saginaw, Michigan. She is a dynamic young lady. She is, has a, a great testimony of overcoming the human spirit to live a lifestyle that she had only dreamed of at one point. I'm going to let her tell her story, but I'd love to bring to you today Miss Janique Garnett. Hello, Janique. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great, and you? I'm doing phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. <laughs> thank you. Thank I'm you. Sorry. We give God the honor for that because I, oh, yeah. I didn't write this show. <laughs> this is unscripted. <laughs> Yes, yes, the Holy Spirit is truly moving. I I want you, to, Janique, to, to let the people know you have an awesome story about overcoming and, first and foremost, changing your mind. You knew that, that inside of you was a champion, and there was a certain thing going on in your life. How were you – and tell the people how you – you know, what was going on and how you were able to overcome it. Okay, well, um, about – Six and a half years ago, I weighed 242 pounds. And um, I, I was at the age of like 21, 22 years old. And, you know, I did all the diets and everything, and I just couldn't. I wasn't able to lose the weight. And, you know, I just prayed and just asked God for direction. And, you know, like you said earlier, there is power in prayer. Yes, ma'am. And when you let go and let God, God would do a phenomenal thing in your life. <laughs> so upon that, <laughs> with that, I should say, God directed me. I let go and let God, and, and God showed me how to manage to lose weight. And um, for some, it was a dramatic weight loss. For, for, for myself, you know, I, don't, I didn't think so. Um, other people saw the weight loss um, before I did. So now... I weigh 146.8 pounds, and I'm down to a size five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So let me get this straight. You lost over close to 100 pounds? Yes. Yes, I did. And was this all through diet and exercise, or was it, you know, did you have a surgery or anything? Nope, I didn't have any surgery. It was wow. just strictly diet and exercise. Um, I began washing the portion sizes that I um, ate and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, just strictly diet and exercise. Yeah, wow. that was it. Wow. So let me get this straight. You were able to discipline yourself to do this? It was God's strength. Wow. <laughs> it was God, purely God's strength. Wow. Yes. Wow. See, it was hard. It was hard. That amazes me. Like- that really amazes me because, like I, I told the listeners before, I've been battling uh, a little bit of a weight gain since I've been in Atlanta. I actually gained 70 pounds. and wow. But I, I have the faith that I can get back in the gym and get back on my routine and, you know, I burn it off. And listen to your story, you know, I'm I'm inspired because, you know, that's just not something that we we hear about a lot. We you know I, I've heard a lot of stories of people who you know do for the fat diets and the, the weight loss surgeries and things. But to hear somebody tell me that they they worked it off, I mean, what did it take? What, what kind of what kind of mindset did you have to have to to do that? You know, first you have to get tired of being sick and tired. You know right. what I mean? Right. You have to basically just you know I'm just gonna let go and I'm gonna let God. Um, 
and then you have to set goals. Okay. You have to set goals. Um, I had goals set, but once I would reach the specific date about, you know, the goal that I wanted to be, well, the weight I should say I wanted to be, I had already surpassed that weight. So, like, uh-huh. case in point, one time I had, uh, what, what I started, I was 242 pounds. Then I said, well, you know, I'm just going to get down to one, I said I would get down to, like, 195. Okay. Well, by the time I got down to 195, I was already 190 by the time that I, you know, checked my weight. Well, then I was like, well, you know, I'll just get down to 160. By the time I got down to 160, I was 155. You know what I mean? So um, my weight fluctuates because I do do weight and, you know, um, muscle weighs more than fat. Yes. But my, my, my targeting goal for myself is 145. And so I'm a pound, 1.8 pounds away from that right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. But you have to um, just stay focused. You have to stay focused um, basically on your goal, you know, and just stay in prayer. <laughs> it's hard. Trust me. It's right. hard. But once, but once you change your diet and um, change your, you know, just the whole strategy of the intake of food, it, it becomes easier gradually. Um, starting off, I ate all the same food. And that's crazy because a lot of people say, oh, did you stop eating fried foods, this, that, and other? No, I just cut my portion size down to strictly what the portion size is. A lot of times when we sit down and eat, we um, we eat more than what we're supposed to. Right. And, you know, that is a sin. That is greed. Right. Gluttony. You know what I mean? Right. So what I did, I just started basically structuring the portion sizes, eating the appropriate portion sizes of all the foods. I wow. stopped um, drinking regular pop. And went to diet pop, and okay. eventually weaned myself from diet pop to water. You know, it's nutritional facts on the side side um, of everything that we eat for a purpose, right. so that we don't go over. I'm serious. Right. I mean, I've been studying this. I've been studying this, and so that's what I did. And then eventually, as time progressed, that's when I really began to change my diet. All in all, like right. now, I don't eat fried foods. I don't eat sweets. But I chose that for myself. I did that for myself. I'm not going to tell anybody out there listening to do that. But just strictly starting off within this, I ate all the same foods, everything, just because my portion size was down. So what you're saying is that you were able to change your lifestyle gradually. Yes. See, in, in hearing that, that, like I said, that gives me hope myself for even some of the battles I've been fighting. A lot of things are not going to be a, a overnight success type victory. Some things you're going to have to gradually, you know, take go to work on them. Yeah, and you know, and you know, I believe this is me personally because I know people who have had the surgery, the gastric bypass, the lap band, or what have you, and they have regained their weight, if not more. Wow. I think it's more. You get more of a a satisfaction, a more a better self-esteem if you work at it yourself and do it yourself. Hmm. You know, it's I, better if you work at it yourself. That was the reason why I asked you about the surgery because I know people who had the surgery too and it, they ended up having to have it reversed because yeah. they, they, their life, their their mind hadn't changed. And that's the whole point I was making. If Whenever you, you're, you're dealing with a situation, the mindset that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. 
And a lot of times people don't understand that you have to, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you don't change your mind, the same thing is going to happen again and again and again and again. Just like I was talking about earlier, when if there's a force of momentum coming against you, until you do something to stop it, and most times stopping it means just changing your mind. Like you said, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes, that's what you have to get. You have to get fed up. I got fed up of, I just got fed up of being big. Right. You know, I didn't know I was that big until I saw myself. You know, everybody has this personal image of what you think you look like in your mind. <laughs> and I didn't know I was that big until I saw myself on tape. My mom had videotaped my daughter, myself, and a few family members, and I was like, whoa, who is that? You know <laughs> And I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm giving it to you. I tried all these different crash diets, all these celebrity diets. I said, and they're not working for me. Truly, they weren't working for me. And I just let go and let God. And this is what happened. Wow. Well, Janique, I, I, I apologize to you. I'm going to have to do this, do this again. I'm going to have to bring you back on the show. But because, Absolutely. Because of the timing of today, uh, like I said, I went in a direction I didn't even expect to go. Um. But we thank God for it. I, I want yes. you to let the people know where they can find you, because I know that you're you're getting ready to step out and do some dynamic things. You're actually getting ready to go touch the people. Uh, let them know where they can find you. And bef- but before you leave, give the people a, a, a word of encouragement to to make this fourth quarter the quarter of the comeback for them. Okay, trust God. Trust God, no matter what, no matter what. Don't give up. Believe in yourself. And keep keep God first, and keep the faith, and keep and don't let nobody tell you you can't do it, because they told me I could never lose weight. They told me that I could never lose weight, and I took that, and I used that as the fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody tell me I can't do something, I accept it as a challenge, because we serve a God who is above, like you said, every giant, everything that people say you can't do, everything that tries to come against you, you just have to trust God. Let go, let God, and he will bring you through. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So, Janine, tell the people where they can find, where they can uh, contact you. Okay, well, I am on Facebook. Um, Janine Garnett, I'm on Facebook. I'm also a part of I'm Making It Happen blog radio show with my host and good friend, J.O. Godfrey. Um, you can also get at me on I'm Making It Happen.com. Also, my email address is b3encouraged at gmail.com. Well, Janine, we, we look forward to having you back on the show. I want to bring you back on the show in October, and I want you to, I'm going to give you a whole uh, segment for you to, to discuss more about it, what it is you do, because I think people are going to, going to need to, to know more about it. I think there's, you have a lot more to say, but just the timing of the day, just we, we didn't have time to go all the way with it. Okay, well, I'm accepting your <laughs> invite in advance, but you know what? I love everything that you have done prior to the interview. And also the personal dialogue that you and I had earlier. I mean, yes. this show is truly blessed. Thank you, thank you, and we, we give God the glory for that. Because, like I said, I I don't 
strip these shows. You know, I, I rarely get the show weeks in advance. It's usually like the day of. So wow. I, I trust the Holy Spirit for the show. Yes. Yes. So I, like I said, Janique, we we thank you for coming out, and I I want you to stay on. We got a, a couple more guests. I want you to just stay around and just li- listen to the rest of the show. Okay, thanks for having me, Miles. You're so God welcome. Bless. God bless you. Well, people, this is uh, like I said, this this was the way this show went today. I didn't expect it to go this way, but I knew something dynamic was going to happen. But we have one more guest that I want to bring onto the show. Who um, is? How can I say it? <laughs> she's also a phenomenal young lady. Um, <laughs> she's a consultant, and she she has a consulting and marketing firm in Atlanta uh, that focuses on enhancing and promoting and de- enhancing, promoting and developing small businesses and women entrepreneurs. They provide information on writing business plans, starting a business, starting a nonprofit, and publishing a book. In fact, our next guest has actually just published her own book called Corporate Chicks. It will be out this October 1 to start the fourth quarter. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, without any more delay, I would like to welcome to the show Miss Tawana Nicole. Hey. Tawana, how are you doing? I'm good. It's, a, it's great to hear you and great to have you on the show today. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your show as the previous guest said, wonderful show, great concept, and it's truly blessed, like she said. I, like I said, again we, again, we give God the glory for that because I did not script it, and I did not, I couldn't have planned this any way like that. It, it was, it, I just allowed myself to be used. <laughs> right. Well, Tawana, it's, um, I. So you're you're releasing a book on Wednesday, yes. well, actually on Thursday. Tell us more Thursday. about it. Well, Corporate Chicks um, started off as a fictional story about a young female transitioning from college into the corporate world. And the story is unique and entertaining mainly because I decided to do something out of the box. It's written in instant messaging format. Um, I decided to do it that way because self-publishing is out there and people, anybody can, you don't have to wait on a house or a publishing house, that's the lingo, uh, to actually wait on you to pick you up to distribute books. You can actually self-publish through different companies such as iUniverse, Book Surge, and there are a lot out there that you can do. So I know that I had to think outside of the box to create something that has never been done. Everyone communicates in the 21st century through Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, texting, all those different type things. So I thought writing the book this way uh, would give me a competitive advantage. Um, It also allows me to connect with my audience in a unique but traditional way because that's how everybody's communicating. So while I was writing the book and because I had so much time on my hands, and I'll talk about why I had so much time on my hands a little bit later, but um, I was assisting different small businesses and different women with writing business plans. Um, They were always coming to me asking me the how-tos of starting up nonprofit and how to do this and how to do that. And every service that my company provides, I've actually done each and every one of those things. Okay. So who else to give you advice um, when they've actually, you know, worked out a formula and it, it, and it equals success for them? Right. So that's, that's kind of like how the whole thing started with 
corporate chick. So it started out as a book. And since everybody kept coming to me like, well, how do you do this and how do you do that? And I was giving out information as far as that was concerned. I went ahead and decided to outsource the services to other businesses. Okay. So that's how the concept behind the brand and how it came into existence and the book and everything came together. So to want to tell the people more about your experience, your personal experience with, with, you know, leaving college, expecting to take the, the world by storm, and the surprise you met when you got there. Man, um, when I got out of college back in 2004, I thought I was going to come to Atlanta and make all this money. And <laughs> I, worked at, <laughs> I worked at two large financial institutions. I was um, uh, an analyst at uh, one uh, institution, and then at another I was an investigator. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to definitely make some money once I got my master's degree. So I pursued that, and, you know, it was all about me. I was very selfish. Um, I thought that. I knew everything. Nobody can tell me anything because I had all these credentials and I was in for a rude awakening. And at my previous job, um, I just felt like my talents and everything I had done should have earned me a better position and more pay. And um, management switched out and we got new management and new people that came in that just wasn't trying to, they weren't feeling me like that. So um, eventually they, they, they found enough stuff on me because I wasn't I wasn't all good either. Um, right. I did my job. I did what I was supposed to do. But when you're not walking in the will of God for your life and you're trying to do things on your own and doing things your way, it's just not going to work. Right. <laughs> so um, I have been complaining to everybody. Oh, I'm just going to start my own business, and I'm just I just was off the chain, <laughs> and I was let go from my job. Wow. And that that was I mean. I didn't know what to do because I found out that I was six weeks pregnant when they let me go. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was like, what is going on? What am I going to do? And I already have a three-year-old son. So I'm like, how am I going to take care of two kids, pay for the condo that I purchased a year prior? Uh, me and my husband, we purchased the condo. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? I don't have any money coming in. What am I going to do? And I heard it clear as day, and people think God talks to you in this loud, thunderous voice or whatever, and it's not like that, <laughs> especially if you have a relationship with him. If you have a relationship with him, it's, it's conversational, but he told me plain as day, okay, you said you didn't want, you told everybody on that job that you wanted to do your own thing, now is your time. Finish the book. It took me two years to finish that book. Wow. I started writing that book in 07, and it's finally completed, and what's so unique and so awesome about God. He comes at you in so many different as soon as you think you have something figured out, you really you never really know how infinite <laughs> Yes, you never. So a year ago this time I just got released from my job. But I'm so blessed to be able to say that my book will be coming out October the first, ready for purchase. The business is up and going. If anybody needs assistance with any of the services that I mentioned, I'm here to help. The first consultation is absolutely free. If you need any information, I can send it to you. Or if you need guidance, I give that to you. And it took one year from today for God to plan and execute this the way it's been, been um, being handled. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. <laughs> a year ago, almost a year ago, you had just been laid off your job. No, fired. Terminated. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you... <laughs> 
No, no chance of going back. So you got fired <laughs> from that job. Yes, wasn't even supposed to get any unemployment, but through victory and through God's grace and mercy, I was able to receive unemployment and almost three months back pay when I did finally receive it. Okay, let me let me just. I'm trying to put this all together in my head. So, you were able to get unemployment when you got terminated, right? And you were six weeks pregnant. Six weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. And you had a three-year-old already. Yes. Okay. So, you're telling me that something that was not supposed to happen happened for you. All through faith. Wow. Wow. Yes. Well, that, that's dynamic stuff right there. And I, like you said in the previous guest, you have to renew your mind. Mm-hmm. You have to renew your mind every single day. I had to change the way I was thinking. And if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be sitting on this phone talking to you right now about this. <laughs> that, that's, that amazes me. Even you want to know the truth, I didn't think I could do this show at one point. Right. I had to, you know, like you said, renewing your mind. So when you renew your mind, you put yourself in the flow. You know, you get into you. That's how you change the momentum in your favor. You repent. You know, and then you change your mind. Okay, I don't want I don't want that lifestyle I had before because it didn't make me happy. Right. It was it was taking me away from my destiny. So yeah. now I'm gonna stop and change directions. And go back in the direction I'm supposed to be going in. And I see you doing that now. I mean, this, this is this is amazing. This is major stuff you're doing now. Yeah, it is. It, it don't seem major to me. It just seems like it's it's what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm doing it. And there it is. And, it, and again, when you're doing what you're supposed to do, you make it look easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else could try to do the same exact thing. They would struggle with it. They wouldn't get the favor that you got. They, I mean, it would be a it would be an issue, but. If somebody did what they were called to do with the same passion that you're doing, what you've been called to do, they can meet with the same type of success. Right, absolutely. Wow. So, Tawana, tell the people more about um, your book signing event. Well, um, the book will be released, like I said, on October the 1st uh, here in Atlanta at this company called Miss Lounge. And what's so, oh, my God, God is so good. I ha- I'm, I just, I am a testimony for uh, anybody out there that has been in my situation or been through some of the struggles or had some of the things that I had to go through to get where I am. Uh, my life is definitely a miracle for some people and to me. And I say that because with the the, the venue, the venue, uh, my husband and I, we went there for his birthday, and I was like, man, I should have my book launch here. And we discussed it or whatever, and I went back up there and talked to the owner, thinking I would have to come out of pocket to actually have it. And I was blessed enough to wear it, and they're just kind of like new. They're not brand, brand new, but they're kind of like a new um, place. And because they're kind of new, they need people to come and try to have events there and things like that. So I I didn't have to pay anything for the place that I'm having so a lot of people feel like, oh, I can't start a business or, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that because you feel like you need resources or you need capital when all you need is faith and courage. And if you have those two things, I mean, everything else will fall into place. So I went up there, spoke to the manager. You know, he was very impressed, um, and I was happy about that. And he was like, well, okay, you got the date. You could do it here. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be at this place called Mist Lounge um, at 7 o'clock, 7 to 9.30, and that's what's going down on Thursday. Wow. So, Tawana, tell the people how they can, um, where they can find you online and um, how they can keep in contact with you. Um, I have several sites or several different ways you can get in contact with me. Um, my my uh, website, Corporate Chicks, is C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E. Chicks is spelled C-H-I-C-S, CorporateChicks.net. You can reach out to me there. Um, Tawana Nicole at CorporateChicks.net is my email. If you need need me, you can reach me there. And Nicole is spelled with an E. Um, so those are the different ways you can get in contact with me if you need to talk to me. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter, Corporate Chick, C-H-I-C. So, um, yeah. Well, Tawana, could you give the people a word of encouragement to move forward and understand that no matter what the situation looks like, they can come back, they can be victorious? Being focused, determined, and ambitious is extremely important. Um, Whenever you're trying to get out of a situation, um, you cannot allow anything to stop you from pursuing your goals. Believe that no matter what happens or how things look, you must strive to make your dreams a reality. You will be told no at first, more than you're told yes. But if you keep knocking on doors, you will eventually receive that one yes, and that one yes will trump all of the people that didn't believe in you or told you no. I'm writing that down. That that's uh, those are good things to remember, people. <laughs> yes. Well, Tawana, we thank you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you um, again on the show in a real, 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 real soon. Type I of welcome way. that. I welcome that. And I will, like I said, we look. I'm, I'm excited about you know what I feel about you. I think you you really have something to say to people, and that they they're really going to be moved by you. I, I'm thankful for this opportunity as well. I am as well. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. God bless you. You too. Well, people, I let the show run over a little bit today because we, you know, we just we experienced something dynamic today, and I'm I'm still a little, you know, in the clouds myself about everything I felt today, everything I've experienced today. Um, I want to bring on a young man today who um, is um, an absolutely dynamic dynamic young man we worked we worked together on many different things you you've seen on he's been on the show many times um he's going to be on the show many more times and i'm and he has a show also and i'm going to be on his show many more times we, we're going to work together and we're going we're going to take this world by storm you you mark my words um without a shout out i'd like to bring on mr jl godfrey mr godfrey you there my... how you doing sir hey how you doing I'm doing great, man. All I can say is, wow, man, this has been, oh, man, this has been phenomenal. I'd rather just listen than say anything, man. man <laughs> I thank God for it, man. It's been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, wow, it's this been incredible, man, and totally, I mean, incredible. We give God the glory because, like I said, it wasn't, it, I didn't have it earlier today. This this wasn't the plan I had. So, you know, we. I thank God for it because I felt this was a move of God. I felt that the people needed to to know that guess what, although you're going through something, God's plan for you is greater. Don't worry about what the situation looks like. He's greater than the situation. He's always greater than the situation. And yeah, I'm ex- exactly. <laughs> that's what the dreamer needs to always remember. You go, you gonna get dreams and visions that m- don't make sense to normal people. 
but you're not normal, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, the Bible says we're peculiar people. So yes, I mean, sir. If you're not, if you're not peculiar, <laughs> I mean, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> people should be looking at you crazy. They right. should be talking about you. You know, man. I uh, as you, you know, we spoke earlier, and I want to share just a little bit because I, I, man, I've been so moved by what you've been sharing tonight, and your guest has been uh, awesome, awesome show. And you know, we were. You know, we were talking earlier about the fourth quarter comeback. Yes, sir. And I said, I said, man. And so I, I rushed off the phone and I immediately got into prayer. And I said, okay, God, what is it that you want me to share with your people? And man, it, uh, what came to me is Muhammad Ali, and mm-hmm. he has this style that they he calls the rope a dope. Okay. And what the rope a dope is is that he would get himself in the corner, and he would put his guard up, and he would let the his his, his challenger take shots at him and just keep hitting him and keep hitting him and keep hitting him, you know, and people would look and he would, you know, they would think, what is this guy doing? He's just letting people just whoop up on him like, you know, and it's called the rope-a-dope. He would let somebody take these shots at him and totally get themselves exhausted. And once they saw, once he saw that they were exhausted, oh, man, he he turned loose on them. (laughs) And that's what's happening with God's people right now. He he has allowed us to stand up against the enemy and take his best shot. Wow. And now is the opportunity for us to put our guard down and come back swinging. That's what the fourth quarter comeback is all about. Yes, sir. It's about having this rope-a-dope mentality, standing up in the corner, and we've been hit. Trust me, brother, I've been hit myself. <laughs> man, but you put your you put your guard up, man, and I've taken some shots, and I've taken some shots. And yes, sir. It's, it's, a, it's amazing, man, how God is... Uh, giving us this kindred spirit, yes, sir. Because you're doing this, doing this uh, uh, comeback uh, uh, series, and I'm doing a series about changing from the new you to the old you. Man, it, it's it's about this rope dope mentality where you can you take the enemy's best shot. Man, we've been through one of the worst recessions, like they say, in you know 50, 60 years, and we're still standing, brother. Yes, sir. We're still standing. Yeah, you may have lost your job and you may have lost your home, but those things can be replaced. Yes. But when you look at the totality of the picture, we're still standing. Yes, sir. Man, I'm telling you, this is a phenomenal time to be alive. <laughs> I mean, man, I am on fire. I'm listening to you speak, man, and I'm I'm writing and I'm brainstorming and God is dropping things. And this whole rope-a-dope mentality, I, I want your listeners to take that away from this conversation, the rope-a-dope. What's happened and what this fourth quarter comeback is all about is that we have taken the enemy's best shots, and now he's tired. They say the economy is starting to recover little by little. They're saying things are starting to change little by little. He's getting tired. Now is the time for us to put our guard down and start swinging back. So if you have a book that you want to write, now is the time. If you have a business you want to start, now is the time. If you want your family to come back together, now is the time. Because now the enemy is getting tired. He's thrown his best shot, and we've overcome. So, Miles, man, I, I, I'm, I don't want to take over, but, man, I was just so on fire listening to this show, man. It's just been phenomenal. Yes, sir. If, I mean, I, I'm not stopping you, if, if, I mean, because people need to hear this. Yeah, it, you know, and, and, and the scripture that I want to use to go with it is, uh, for, for those who's listening, go to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And, and I'm going to read just a little bit of it, but it says, Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God. See, when we put on the whole armor of God, see, now when the enemy throws his blows now, now we know how to handle them because we've overcome. 
We've just came out of one of the worst situations that they said we've had in 50 or 60 years. So now you put on that whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, man, I want to tell the listeners tonight, we've overcome. Now is the time to step forth into your dream. Brother, I'm pushing forward like never before. Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. mean, I am putting my pedal, putting my foot, the pedal to the metal, as they say, <laughs> man, because now is the time. Yes, now sir. is the time to step into your dream. Yes, sir. To make creating the championship standard of living a way of life. Yes, sir. To, to really honestly go out here and make it happen. Yes, sir. So, man, I, I, I don't want to go on, but I just, I, man, I am on fire, man. This has been a great, great show, man. I, and I, I want to publicly just say thank you, man, for all the things that you poured into my life, man. I, would, I wouldn't be where I am for you not pouring some of the things that you poured into my life, man. So I want to publicly tell your audience, Miles is a, uh, what you get on the show, he's a genuine, uh, he cares about people, and he really wants to see people get it. You know, some people are doing it for, you know, monetary reasons and things like that. No, Miles has a passion for people. You know, I reached out to him when I first started my show, <laughs> and I reached out to others, and some people never responded. Miles came right back and said, hey, man, this is how you do this, and this is what you need to do. He's the, one of the reasons why I'm writing my book. And so, Miles, I just want to say publicly, brother, thank you, and I love you, and uh, may God's riches and best be yours. And, and, and sir, I want you to also understand that I, I thoroughly appreciate you. I thoroughly accept it, thoroughly receive it. But it's you that forces me to get better. Wow. You wow. you 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 force me to get better because you you ask me questions. I'm like, man, you know, he 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 really wants to know this stuff. So I mean, I gotta know it before I tell it to him. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So actually, I you know you make you know I I take the extra step because you know when you ask me these some things, it was like, well, I can't just tell him. Any old thing. Let me let me make sure I'm giving him everything that that's gonna actually help him succeed. And yeah. I, I, cause I, it, it means nothing if I tell you something and it does and it, it leads you astray. I want it, I want the things I tell you to to help you. And that's that's how you know I approach the whole show. I want I want to be able to help right. people, not not hinder them. Right. Well, thank you, man. I, I just appreciate you because. And, and likewise, man, I love you, and I, I'm you know you know I'm praying for you. You know I'm, I'm believing God's best for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I, I want to say thank you again. I mean, because so many people know things, but they're afraid to share them. Right. You know, because they feel that, okay, if I tell him something that's less than, you know, or I might, you know, steal your audience, or you might, you know, man, forget all that, man. What God has for you is definitely for you, and what he has for me is definitely for me. Yes, sir. So I just yes, want to say thank you, man, for, for helping me out and doing the things that I'm doing. Yes, sir. Well, Jay, one of the things I asked you when we talked on the phone earlier, I want you to pray for people because I, feel, you know, I felt led to, to have you pray, and I want you to just pray for the people. We're, we're believing God for release, this, and, and that the momentum is shifting back in the direction of the dreamer and the visionary for the fourth quarter for the comeback. Oh man, I, I, I'm humbly accepting, and as we go before the throne now, Father God. I thank you for all the many blessings that you stowed upon us, the past blessings, the future blessings, and whatever blessings that you plan on giving us, God. We thank you for them all. God, as we enter this fourth quarter, we have taken the enemy's best shot, and we have been able to stand. So now as we go to pursue and overtake and recover all, we ask that you give us the spirit of boldness to walk in that very thing that you have predestined for us to have. So now, God, I ask you to bless the listeners, 
bless Mr. Miller, bless myself. God, I ask that you just be in this, that we step into this fourth quarter as a time, and, and we move forward in this fourth quarter as a time that now is the time that you, 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 you said you, that you, before we, we reformed, you knew us. So, God, you knew everything that was going to happen, and you knew that you would infuse Mr. Miller, infuse myself for a time like this to give your people direction and guidance on how to conquer and recover all in this fourth quarter. So now we come before you saying thank you, we love you, and we call it done by faith. In Jesus' name, it's a done deal. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And and, and something I meant to say earlier um, to everybody, uh, it was I was walking on the street a, a, a couple days ago, and there were some bees around me. And I, and I don't like bees whatsoever. They they just they freak me out because I don't like I've never been stung and I'm not trying to get stung. And I swatted at one of the bees. And I kept walking. I didn't think anything of it. I swatted it with my right hand. And then I was walking and I got to where I was going. I looked at my left hand. And there was a dead bee in my hand. Wow. I never I never moved my left hand. I never opened my left hand. Actually, in fact, I had my left hand clenched. When I opened wow. my left hand, there was a dead bee in my hand. And what that was what that was symbolic of was that God ha- is handing over he's he's given us the victory over the enemy and handing the handing the enemy over to us in our hand. Wow. And but here's the thing, when you when you when you put the enemy down, don't just put him down and walk away. You went through that battle for a reason. To the victor goes the spoils. Get your stuff back from the enemy. And not only your stuff, the stuff that he has on him. I mean, strip him down to the socks. Get everything. Everything that the enemy got that belongs to you, get it back and, and some. Because you, you've, been, you've been in this battle long enough. The struggle is now over. Until the victor goes to spoils. Wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. So I, I, that's that's what I want to leave the people to like to the victor goes to spoil. We didn't, we've been in a battle long enough. The struggle is over. Yes, sir. The fourth quarter is coming, and we're gonna to have to put forth a little effort. But guess what? The victory is already ours. The enemy has already been handed over to our hand. Now it's just time to collect our stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Jo. Um, on that note, sir, it's an absolute honor each and every time to have you on the show, and I look forward to you actually being on the show uh, in two weeks. Is that two weeks from now, uh, October 10th? Yeah. yeah You'll be on October 10th yes, also. Yes, sir. So we look forward, forward to having you back. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward, man. I, this is a partnership that will, you know, <laughs> you will be on my show as long as I'm running the show. Likewise. You know, uh, <laughs> you know and so uh, it's, it's a partnership that I think that God has orchestrated, you know, to – for us to go out and do great things, man. And so I'm looking forward to being on your show on October 10th. Okay, and and, and likewise. And um, t- let the family know I, I'm praying for them. Everything is great. Um, I hope that they were they enjoyed the show today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, it's, it's been a phenomenal show. I, I plan on as soon as it's available, I'll be downloading it and listening <laughs> to it again, man. It This was fantastic, Miles. Great stuff, man. Great, Thank you, sir. To, again, to God be the glory. All right, people, this has been, um, a, like I said, a, a show that I couldn't have scripted. I thank God for, for uh, trusting me to bring this to you today. Um, I don't take anything for granted. I don't take you for granted. I don't, definitely don't take God for granted. Anybody else 
could have been given this assignment, but he gave it to me, and I, I thank God for trusting me with the assignment of you. I've been assigned to dreamers and visionaries all across the world, and I'm asking you today to partner with me as we reach out and restore the voice of dreamers and visionaries across the world. Today I want you to, to join me and become a roar partner. I want you to, to, to become a roar partner, and, and we're asking you for your, for your financial support today. We're asking you to, to help us take this movement, take the fourth quarter comeback movement to the world and partner with us as we go to the world to take this and, and give the dreamer and visionary his voice, his or her voice back because their dreams and their visions are the very essence of what's going to cause our lives to be better. We need another J.L. Godfrey. We need another Tawana. We need another Janique. We need we and we and we want to take we want to go where those where those voices are, have been shut, and those voices have been quieted. And we want to restore their voice. We're going to do seminar sem- series. We're going to we're going to do speaking engagements. We're going to go out and we're going to we're going to take this world by storm, and we're going to help restore the voice of the visionary and the dreamer. I want you to partner with me for at like at at least fifty dollars a month. And what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to partner together. We're going to go out and we're going to impact the world. And I believe that what you're connected to is something dynamic. I tell you each week about how the very people, each and every one of us who's ever bought a Michael Jackson album, contributed to him being the the, the top philanthropist of pop singers in the Guinness Book of World Records. That means that each and every one of us is there with him if we ever bought any album because that that is what propelled him to be a giver. I'm telling you to give back to the people who need their voice. I am planning something dynamic for each and every one of you. I want you to, again, look. I'm asking you to do a $50 a month donation to the Roar Partner Program. You can You can send in your donation to roar.partner at gmail.com via PayPal. That is R-O-A-R dot P-A-R-T-N-E-R at gmail.com. Roar.partner at gmail.com. Or you can email me personally at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. And I look forward to connecting with you to do something dynamic across the globe. Well, people, without a shadow of a doubt, this has been a dynamic show. This has been an awesome show. This has been a, a show that God has blessed. And I thank God for you. I thank God for your dreams. I thank God for your destiny. And as I tell you, you know my mantra. You know my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. But before we go, I want to acknowledge Mr. J.L. Godfrey, Ms. Janique Garnett, Ms. Tawana Nicole. Uh, also, um, I'd like to, to acknowledge Ms. Nicole Angelo, uh, who, who's doing the public relations for the Roar Partner Program and also uh, the Four Quarter Comeback Movement. Uh, people, I am convinced that this is going to be, that 2009 was designed to be a, a phenomenal year for us, and it's not over yet, baby. It's not over yet. Get ready for a fourth quarter comeback because it's going to happen. Like 
epic, 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 epic proportion comeback. The type of comeback that makes Tom Brady, Joe Montana, and, and John Elway and all those cats take notice like, wow, that's how you really do it. So I thank our guest for today. I thank you, the listener, and I love you. I'm praying God's best for you. And remember, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. This has been Creating a Championship Standard Living. I'm Miles Miller. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.